Welcome to the Watib Podcast. This is today's free episode. There is also a bonus episode that went up exclusively on our Patreon. You can find that at patreon.com slash wuatib, or simply go to wuatib.com. That's w-u-u-a-t-i-b.com. Thank you and enjoy. Hey, welcome to the Watib Podcast. Uh, this is Celio, being your host for today. How's it going? Why don't you to introduce yourselves before we begin? All right. I am Categorical Grant. And I'm Henry. Hello, Henry. All right, so what's on the docket today? Uh, We got three topics, our trip to Japan, Impossible Burger, and what complex do you have? Um, I guess we can... What complex do you have? I just put that up on the docket right now because I'm like, hey, you know, we can't have two topics, you know? Three is a magical number, so I needed to add one more. True. Mm-hmm. And if this doesn't if this doesn't work out, uh, we can just you know not upload upload it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I feel like there's enough content in Japan trip to last more than an episode. Mm-hmm. Personally. Yeah. So before you guys went to Japan, have you been to Japan before? Doesn't make sense, but. I no. I had been once. I was the I guess Jack had actually been before on like a cruise or something, right? Not sure, but what was your um when did you go to Japan? The first time you went to Japan? Um I went in like 2015 or something like that. 2015 as a sophomore in undergrad and oh. i went with i went with i went with um just like basically a brand new acquaintance who i had just met that year yeah and four people who i had never met before and he had also never met before in person <laughs> i remember his last uh, name was Choi, right i think it's okay to yes. give his last name <laughs> <laughs> that guy yeah, why don't you talk there are a little people with the last name of Choi out there? Yeah, that is true. My I mean, mom's last name he is He was just Choi, like so. a huge <laughs> He was just like an un, like a huge weeb. And he wanted to basically just shop the entire time. He literally brought he brought two of the biggest suitcases I've ever seen in my entire life. And they were both empty. Wow. And when, and when we left, they were both full. What did he buy? He bought like like figurines and like mostly like dolls and shit. Yeah. For his friends. For and his friends, him. quote unquote, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um it was it was a really strange experience how Um, many days were you there uh it was like two weeks and we actually we went we did basically exactly the same stuff as uh Mm -hmm. when we all went to japan yeah we're going to fuji uh i remember you uh you going there as well um since we both uh graduated from the same college but Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I was really surprised that you went with him because you guys barely know each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it was one of those just like complete YOLOs, you know? Exactly, a friend, like friend's roommate <laughs> yeah, that occasionally exactly. like ate dinner with us from time to time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I feel and, bad like, for we that were just We were just talking. I mean, he's fine now. That's good. Um, we were... We were like just talking and he's like, dude, I want to go to Japan so bad. And I was like, yeah, me too. And he was like, D- 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 do you want to go to Japan with me? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, sure. And then I like, I like hadn't completely decided yet mm-hmm. when I said that, mm-hmm. like I was just like, you know, well, I can just make up a reason why not to go like later on you know Mm -hmm. but i ended up going and i mean i had a lot of fun that's good and it it laid the groundwork for uh our trip to japan that is true you you were our um guide the whole time (laughs) yeah i I did nothing i like basically knew Mm -hmm. I like we did like almost exactly the same stuff, um, but it was so much more fun doing it with you guys. Yeah, you know, the, like the next time I'm going to the next time I go to Japan or like any country that's like significantly far away, mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to take a um, one way trip. What do you mean? Dude, <clears throat> so uh, I had to make a connecting flight. Uh, to go to Japan, right? Oh yeah, yeah. This uh, you guys, great. Are, yeah. This is a great story. The airport, mm-hmm. and I had the worst time ever. First, the plane got delayed five hours when I arrived at Canada for a connecting flight. So you mean you mean that you're gonna go nonstop next? I'm time. gonna go nonstop. Yeah, one way trip, or I should say one way no, no, trip. No, no. <laughs> one way trip. <laughs> Yellow swag. Okay. Listen yeah. up, boys. This mission's a one-way trip. No <laughs> yeah. military stopovers on the way to the OZ. <laughs> Kim's going to, uh, or Celio is going to go to Germany and stay there for the rest of his life. <laughs> and, yeah, and so uh, my plane got delayed for five hours, and I arrived at the um, Japanese airport, Tokyo airport, I think it was, um, at like 10 p.m. And, you know, Mm -hmm. when you go through customs and things like that, you know, you have an hour delay. And so I finally got out of the gate at 11 p.m. And apparently everything closes at like 12. And a lot of um, like trains were closed. Uh, Some of these services like taxi and bus services were closed uh, around at like 11 p.m. And I didn't know fucking what to do because like nobody spoke English, which was really surprising Uh to me. Yeah. This is very kind of self-centered of me, but I expected, you know, a lot of especially, you know, Japanese living in um, Tokyo to understand English. But apparently Japan is one of those uh, Asian countries where English is rarely spoken or. Yeah. Yeah. And so, oh, my God, (laughs) (laughs) I was texting these guys, you know, Henry, Categorical Grant, uh, Jack um, and Taya as well. Like, what the fuck do I do, dude? Like, <laughs> I need to get the fuck out of the airport or else I'm literally 
going to have to, you know, stay inside the airport for the night. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was this one, one bus station that was open, just one. And I managed to uh, go on the last ride and <laughs> arrived at the kind of like the nearest um, bus station to our uh, Airbnb. And I had to, there was uh, a choice between taking a taxi or making a connecting um, bus. However, like I wasn't going to take the chance um, and make the connecting bus. Um, and so I decided to take the taxi. And it was only mm-hmm. supposed to be like 15 minutes drive. And it took, and that costed like $70. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, and the best thing was, the best thing was the taxi driver didn't know. The like, address. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you, like, what did you tell him? Like, how, how did he get to, like, the neighborhood that our Airbnb was in? Like... I I don't think the okay so the address didn't register exactly on his um you know mm. navigation system or something like that he wasn't using mm-hmm. his phone um and however it navigated him to like the neighborhood okay mm-hmm. and you know how sometimes Japanese streets can be very narrow and confusing um yeah yeah and so like we were so circling around the neighborhood a couple of times I'm like what the fuck is going on is he trying to rip <laughs> me off <laughs> uh-huh. yeah yeah and we. So, on the other side of this story, we were all, like, frantically trying to figure out how to, like, find you. Rescue And so, we literally, we literally were, like, running around the neighborhood, like, looking for, like, a confused taxi. And (laughs) eventually, eventually, like, this taxi just, like, pulls up, like... Yeah, I saw you relatively guys. close to the Airbnb, and I was looking into the taxi, and I was like, "Wait a minute, that's Celio's hair. I know it anywhere." <laughs> I I think I saw you guys um, near that convenience store. I forgot what it's called, but it's uh-huh. everywhere in Japan. Man, I've never like felt so glad to see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was a it was a beautiful moment that I will never forget for the rest of my yeah. life. Yeah, actually, so just before we went to Japan, Brandon and I were in China, and on our way to China, actually, basically exactly the same thing happened. Five hours leaving Chicago, really, and we were connecting in Beijing, and we just missed the flight. So we literally had to spend like a whole night in the beijing there was like a hotel near the airport i guess did and you miss so the we flight? had to spend the night there did you miss the flight yeah. because of the delay yeah oh wow we that, did yeah that sucks and, and um but i guess like brandon talked to them and was like this is like not our fault and so they gave us hotel room and oh, we were only, like d- yeah i mean we were delayed for just like a day but ended up being fine mm-hmm. yeah japan was awesome um i basically did i don't know i i know i should have done more um in japan i <laughs> i st- stayed inside you were, you're, you're so stubborn i'm such like, a bitch sometimes 
<laughs> like we we were all trying so hard to get you to do stuff and mm-hmm. i'm proud that we got you to do a fair amount of stuff exactly um right. but remember the next time the next time when you are saying no i want to stay inside remember uh how much fun it was uh riding roller coasters right or remember how henry took my bags and got on the wrong bullet train yeah (laughs) that was so funny how fun fun that was (laughs) yeah what happened was guys um <laughs> there, the bullet tr- trains are o- like always exact in Japan. We like we should have learned that from the get go. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another bullet train that was literally like I think five minutes before uh, like the one that we're supposed yeah. to get on, and you got one on that's like that was five minutes before the uh, one that we were supposed to get on, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and we just like <laughs> left you there. It was our fault too yeah. because we saw you guys you go in, and I'm like, wait, I don't think that's the right train. And then yeah, the train I goes, and I'm like, <laughs> like, it's insane because like it operates like a subway. Like it, it literally the doors open for like 30 seconds and then they mm-hmm. close and the train leaves. Yeah. But I was like sleep deprived, and so I was thinking like you know it's like a big train. It'll wait here for like five minutes. Like this is our train. You, mm-hmm. you know, like oh it's just early, but. Yeah, like literally, I took Grant's bag because it was big and heavy, and I was trying to be a nice guy. <laughs> and, and I got on the train, and like literally the second I walked onto the train, the doors closed behind me, and it started moving, and I was just like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, God. And I had Jack's expensive camera, too. And like my phone wasn't like i had no way to like get internet or anything to like figure out how to reconnect with you guys yeah that's so true too like we were trying to connect to you too um and nothing was working i Mm -hmm. I think i had gone to a vending machine and i came back and i was like where's henry (laughs) and they're like oh he's on the train and i'm like ha what a loser (laughs) and then they're like and then i was like where are my bags (laughs) (laughs) that was so fucking funny too Mm -hmm. i thought you took it by accident i did take it by accident i mean like so at that point like we were all kind of like tired and you know that is true like there were points where we were like getting pissy with each other and like, remember that time uh, when you were talking really loudly on the subway, Celio, and yeah. we were all like, like, shh, don't talk so loudly. I swear to God, and- I feel like I wasn't talking loudly. <laughs> yeah. They're just triggering you, dude. They're just, they have like a whole code of conduct around the subway. Well, yeah, we're, but like, we're Americans. We're terrorists. Uh, terrorists? Yeah. Tourists. I mean, terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> Their laws don't apply to us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it, it really doesn't. It really didn't and doesn't matter at all, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, I remember you were getting so upset that we were telling you to be quiet. And Nobody tells me to like, be quiet. Yeah. It was, it was, like, 
it was stupid that we were like even doing that in the first place, but it was just one of those things. Yeah. Now it's all good memories. Yeah, exactly. Like the best memories. That's the thing people don't understand is that it's always good memories after the fact. That is true. Even even if you have a terrible time with something like that, it's all it's it's still a good memory. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think, one of the main reasons why um, people should try. <laughs> but I remember yeah. the first day there, we were putting those like deadly eye drops in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That stunk so bad. But it was, mm-hmm. it felt strangely good to me though. It's like when when someone slaps your ass and then it's like, oh, it stinks, but at the same time, oh, that's kinky. You know, it's like that kind of yeah, a feeling. It feels good. <laughs> um, yeah. the, like the thing is though, we literally just bought those at like a random place like they could have been anything they could have been anything you what know? the fuck yeah like i mean they look we like were just drops. in like a pharmacy we were in a pharmacy and never have an eye on it and i think brandon like needed eye drops or something i don't remember who needed eye drops maybe ty but it just had a picture of an eye on it so i bought it and then it turned out that it was like this super painful <laughs> eye drop. It felt like that, like stings your eye. Flavor would be like the way I would describe it. Could, it. I mean, what if it was meant to be like uh, like eye flavored eye flavored seasoning for food or something? Like that? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> hey, I'm not like, blind yet, so it's all good. Yeah. Or yeah. uh, remember when uh, Brandon twisted his ankle slash got a giant bug bite on his ankle? And, I don't remember that. Like, so me and Ty, me, Ty, and Brandon, we climbed like a mountain near Fuji. Yeah, that was when and, we were at the, uh, the rest of us were at the uh, uh, roller coasters, Kim. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, and we were like we were like completely just like dicking around in the forest basically and uh dicking around in the forest (laughs) there was this uh there was this like ravine that was like going down a hill and uh we were like pretending to be like in naruto and like jumping down this ravine naturally and Brandon like twisted his ankle. Oh. And like when we like two days later he like could barely walk on it. Oh, I don't remember, but man, that sucks, dude. Grant, you remember that, right? I wasn't there, but I've seen the footage. But like yeah. you were tending to his ankle, remember? Yeah, I do remember that. I, I just and, don't care about Brandon. Like you though. were like <laughs> it was just like a giant red lump and you were like i can't tell because there were also like a, an insane amount of mosquitoes and mm-hmm. we all got like completely eaten alive by mosquitoes when we were on that mountain mm-hmm. so grant you were like i can't tell if this is a bug bite or you like severely twisted your ankle because <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it was just like red or swollen yeah it, it almost looked like an infection but i knew it couldn't be right so yeah weird that like that's just the kind of thing that would happen to brandon 
on like on a trip that he's like super excited about mm-hmm. yeah what are your favorite moments in japan i'm trying to think of one um uh, riding the world's steepest roller coaster with jack that was pretty cool i i honestly thought that um going clubbing and yeah. uh going clubbing in like the <laughs> like three floors underground like room with a like eight foot ceiling with like japanese people just like chain smoking indoors like in a basement <laughs> see that's one thing i regret so much not going clubbing with you guys uh, it was okay i actually had more fun in miami clubbing than i did in uh Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. It, kind of depends. it was a lot. It was pretty smoky and like weird because the bouncers kept yelling at us and like <laughs> Grant hates Grant hates smoke. Grant hates cigarette smoke. So Understandable. it was a uh, uh, not the best experience. I had a lot of fun though. And me and Jack um, on the last day that we were in Japan um, me and Jack stayed out literally until the sun came up so our flight was at like our flight was at like 8 a.m and jack and i had gone out that night and we came it was like we got out of the club at like b or something Mm -hmm. and none of the trains were running oh fuck and it was literally like it was literally like light outside but there was no one anywhere and the trains weren't running so we just walked for like 45 minutes after like having to. Hmm? We did that the first night too. We just walked back. Yeah. Go yeah. hard or go bust. Um, yeah. For that, me. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to say for me, it was the food, the authentic Japanese food experience. And I have a complaint. <laughs> uh huh. My God, we at first few days uh, when we went to Japan, we went to restaurants, ate some good food, right? <clears throat> Those authentic shit. Uh, however, um, we found these two chain stores uh, all over Japan called Seven Eleven, and um, I forgot the what what the other store was called. And Lawson's, and Lawson's, yeah, yeah, Lawson's, yeah. And then, my God, why did we kept eating at Family Mart and Lawson's and 7-Eleven when there were so, so many good Japanese restaurants nearby? I understand because they have really good food in Lawson's and things like that. But that's one of the regrets that I do have and the favorite um, one of the regrets that I do have that we didn't get to eat like more Japanese food. I mean, so part of that is definitely just like the awkwardness of walking into a restaurant where like oh yeah translation problems yeah so one is i'm vegetarian which is like i mean it's a stupid reason to not go out because i can just like eat whatever other stuff but like trying to communicate (laughs) like what we wanted to eat like because the thing is we could be like, like if you just walk into a restaurant, it could be a restaurant that only serves like, like one kind of ramen, you know, 
That is true. Like, <laughs> and the menu, like, won't. Like you we can't, can't understand. It, yeah, obviously. you can't understand the menu. <laughs> yeah. So we only like, had one. How do you even? Yeah. Yeah, we only had the one only person. The only thing you can do is just like randomly point at the menu, and then hope <laughs> you get something. <laughs> yeah like who knows what it is it could be like you know fermented octopus or something mm-hmm. there was fermented that time octopus. near fuji where i forced you guys to go to that like actual izakaya mm-hmm. and then we were like totally lost and like our phone translators weren't working and we were like oh this is really uh-huh. bad uh-huh. and then brandon just like gets up and like speaks almost perfect japanese to this lady for like 10 <laughs> minutes yeah, mm-hmm. we were like, uh, where, where'd you learn to do that? Watching anime, anime. <laughs> that's that's why you gotta watch anime, you you can learn new languages, but yeah, yeah. I really like the food. Um, oh man, I have a really embarrassing story that I'm not sure if I should share. Sure, it. Yeah, the thing is, um, Jack's parents listen to this podcast, but you know, remember, okay, so I'm going to be very vague uh, as possible. Um, Hi, Jack's parents. (laughs) (laughs) And so like me, uh, Ty, and I believe Jack went as well, went to this store, right? Um, Mm -hmm. He had like a, you know, many colorful um, things in it. It was kind of like a very unique place. and I bought a uh, really embarrassing thing. Um, you know, it's not as good if I just try to be, if I just try <laughs> to censor it. That's what I realized. But yeah, uh-huh. I know, I know what you're thinking, right? You know, you know what I bought, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I do. I'm not sure viewers. This do. is this is yeah. This is a kind of shop of which there are many. In Japan, but we were also, I think it's also important to note that we were in Tokyo. In Osaka. Osaka, no. it was Osaka. Was it really? Yeah. I'd never been to Tokyo, oh, actually. That's where you for actually. The first day. Oh, yeah. I thought we were in, that was when we were in um, Akihabara. But that's when I went into that kind of shop. Oh, we did go into one by accident mm-hmm. in Akihabara, but we and didn't buy anything. <laughs> there was like an old gentleman in like a full business suit. Really? Purchasing some really embarrassing things. Yeah. It was you great. gotta you gotta get uh you gotta dress apart in order to go to that store, dude. Yeah. True. I'm surprised how common it is in Japan. Um <laughs> like those kinds of stores can be uh next to i don't know a child's like toy store yeah. they don't yeah. give a fuck dude no yeah it really is yeah. like i mean it's interesting because on the one hand they're like extremely like closeted about it but on the other hand like it's also super normalized like outside yeah. of yeah. I know this because I read manga. <laughs> <laughs> so I know everything like, about Japanese culture. In like every in every 7-Eleven, there's like explicit manga like mm, the magazines, stuff. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And there'll just be like people in 7-Eleven reading like the 
explicit manga, like just like in the middle of the day, just like taking a look, like they don't even buy it. They just like look at it and then go home. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> I like the way that they uh, ID people for alcohol where the little f- flashing sign just came up and asked, are you 19? And then you just pressed yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even uh, there are like tons of vending machines that just sell liquor and that's all you have to do, right? You don't like, you don't have to do anything. Basically, you can just get liquor if you want it. Mm-hmm. I think the more like you stigmatize it or try to put a stop to it, like the more it becomes a problem. And Japan um, is like, you know, let's not stigmatize it. Let's just make it uh, as easy as possible to get it. And the kids won't care mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. They'll just have a sip, you know, and then Mm -hmm. they'll know that it tastes terrible and they will not drink it. (laughs) That's how it works, right? Yeah, it basically is. Well, um, since we're still talking about Japan, we can't uh, fail to mention the earthquake. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) That That was like such a crazy experience. The earthquake is bad enough that it got its own Wikipedia article. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. were you guys scared? Because for me, I wasn't scared at all. Because I'm like, I in- rationalized that, oh, it must be a very common event in Japan. Like, you know, interesting. I mean, it is a common event, but like, that was like a big earthquake. Yes, yes. I, I did and not know. It was a, we were like, yeah, it was 5.6, and we were, like, three miles from the epicenter. <laughs> yeah, we were, like, literally right there. And you, like, we, when we went outside after that happened, there was, like, no damage anywhere. Like, like <laughs> there was, like, some, some, like, paint chipping off of a building, and, like, that was it, basically. Yeah. Well, I was asleep on the floor, I think, with Henry and Ty mm-hmm. in one of the upstairs rooms. And I woke up to the shaking. Yeah, me too. And I was scared for like two seconds. And then I was like, oh, it's an earthquake. And I relaxed. Uh-huh. I I had no idea what was going on like the whole time. Like, I wasn't even really awake until it was like over. I was in like the, like the twilight where you're like not sure if you're like awake or dreaming, you know. <laughs> and so I was just like getting my head slammed against a wall. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Who's shaking me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, it was really insane the way that the building just like shook with, mm -hmm. and like nothing at all was damaged. Mm -hmm. Like, if I, if I didn't have my phone that kept on like yelling, Jijin Des, Jijin Des, which probably means earthquake in uh, Japanese, I, I probably wouldn't have woken up. Actually, maybe I, I might have, but. It, the building like itself like nothing was broken no like you know mm-hmm. uh ceramics glasses or whatever it was it was it was quite amazing yeah the worst part about it was that the trains were down for like the next oh yeah like eight hours and we had to leave for osaka that day mm-hmm. and we were just like waiting at mr donut playing <laughs> yeah oh, mr donut i really feel bad for the employees like in the um manager there because <laughs> we were taking up like 50 percent of the space with our baggages <laughs> yeah yeah Sorry, because... we bought donut. 
Yeah, we yeah, we, we bought like coming. a $3 donut. We we deserve to be in here. <laughs> and then yeah, we buy a $3 donut and then we take up their whole store and exactly. play loudly play a card game. Do you guys remember going to that it was I guess it was Osaka, I'm not sure. It was like a pizza store. And it was like Italian American themed and we ordered pizza. Uh, no. I don't. I, don't I do very clearly. <laughs> it was I like mean, we went probably... down into this pizza store, and then we ordered pizza, and it was like oh, okay. Yeah, actually. that was that was when we were in Hiroshima, actually. Oh, mm. was it? Okay. Yeah. The other thing about Hiroshima that really bugged me was that the Ground Zero marker is like right next to a Seven Eleven. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm. Maybe, you know, you offer to buy out, like, the block that mm-hmm. make a little park or something. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. That, uh, that was an interesting experience, like, especially going to, like, the Hiroshima, like, <laughs> memorial or whatever. And yeah. in it, like, there was a bunch of, like, pro... Japanese like military language. Yeah, and, it was, like it was very interesting because it was like mildly anti-American, which like okay, right, fine, especially because Hiroshima. But mm-hmm. then like Brandon went over and he's like, "Did you guys read that wall?" I'm like, "No, what's on the wall?" And he's like, "It's about the Nanking incident." Uh huh. <laughs> and he's yeah, and like, like really, and he's like, "Yeah," and the last sentence is like. Many people, both Japanese and Chinese, lost their lives in the Nanking incident. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, 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 yeah. Shinzo Abe actually, uh, now that he's no longer the prime minister, um, really he went to that like he went to that like war criminal memorial thing that he wasn't supposed to go to. For like while he was the prime minister, yeah. Just like, why do you do that? Why don't you just build a new shrine and just write on it like to all non-class A war criminals who fought for the Japanese <laughs> Empire, and then just go to that? I don't. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine um, if the Chancellor of Germany like went to like Hitler's? <laughs> A beer seller or whatever every year, like what? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I uh, I read this story about um, this this man who he was just like a regular guy. He was a he was an actor in uh, pornographic films uh, in Japan. I think this was in like the eighties, and he was like a. He was like a far right Japanese like imperial stan and he had this like one politician who he like really loved and um was his name that Hitler? politician no um but that like it was like a guy who was like alive and like in Japanese politics mm-hmm. and um so this guy who was like standing this one politician um, he like went to one of this guy's rallies or something and the guy like uh, it turns out that he 
had been involved in like some scandal that was like um I don't remember what it was. It was some like relatively innocuous scandal like the Japanese government like bought a bunch of Volkswagens or something because like they got money under the table or something like that. Um but like this guy was like disgraced and his stan um the pornographic actor uh like flew <laughs> he he like trained to fly planes mm-hmm. and he literally kamikazed the guy's house what he literally when like did this happen he, <laughs> like in the 80s or the 90s i think okay maybe the 70s like <laughs> he so he and his friends like trained to fly planes together friends? like in formation yeah like they were all like amateur pilots uh-huh. and they were like in formation like talking on the radio and the guy was like was like this is my last flight lads signing off <laughs> and then he he literally like kamikaze the guy's house but the guy wasn't there and he only got like half the house Wow. But he died. Of course he died. That's yeah. just so, fucked up. <laughs> this reminds me of the, like, Aum Shinriko, which yeah. was the Japanese cult where, like, the guy thought he was Jesus. Mm-hmm. And they launched two, three, excuse me, terror attacks in Japan before they were finally, like, arrested. Mm-hmm. And the first one... Well, there's two on the Tokyo subway, and the first one was with anthrax, but they, like, chose the wrong strain, so it wasn't virulent, so no (laughs) one died, even though it would have, like, killed a lot of people. Mm -hmm. The Japanese were like, I guess we'll keep an eye on these people. And then later, they just literally just used sarin, which was, like, like the Bashar al-Assad one. (laughs) And, like, it killed a lot of people on the subway. Wow. Yeah, and then they were like... Okay, that's it. You've uh, uh, you finally upset us to the point where we're gonna do something about you. Is that the trashkin one? What I remember, um, you know, Japan. If you like walk its streets, doesn't have a lot of trash cans. And somebody told me it's because um, a terrorist planted a bomb inside a trash can, and to prevent, you know the terrorists from planting bombs the trash cans they got rid of uh, a lot of them um in tokyo and like a lot of metropolis cities wow that yes it is that and you're literally right oh hell yeah dude <laughs> mm-hmm. bloomberg article where are all the trash cans of japanese cities plastic waste bans and garbage cans were largely removed from japanese cities following the 1995 sarin gas attacks What's amazing is that the Japanese streets are so clean, despite lack of trash cans. Mm-hmm. Like, w- one thing I can respect about Japanese for sure is they will walk a long um, way in order to make sure that they throw out their trash. And, yeah. I, think, and I think the only places where there are tra- like public trash cans are inside stores, like 7-Eleven or Lawson's and things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The best part about Lawson's is that it's an originally an Ohio chain. 
and my dad remembers them growing up in Ohio. <laughs> so I came back and I told him like, yeah, there are like 2000 Lawson stores in Japan. And he's like, what? And they like literally don't exist in the United States. I don't think I've ever I seen there, I think there's one somewhere and like, that's it. <laughs> and know. everyone else is in Japan. Yeah. And like their logo is like a car, like a really old, like bottle milk, of milk. Yeah. Milk container. <laughs> Like Seven Eleven is also very popular in Japan. I think aren't all the common chains American originated? No, fam- I think Family Mart is originally in Japan. I think yeah. so. Okay. Maybe not. But and um, I, I think the Seven Eleven thing's weird because I think it's like actually like a franchise agreement where like they made their own Japanese company called Seven and I. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. it wasn't exactly Seven like- Eleven. Seven and I holdings, yeah. And it's like you you get to have like a seven eleven if you like pay them a bunch of money. Sounds a sounds like a good deal to me. Yeah. The it is weird like seeing things like seven eleven next to like you know, like a ramen store that's been there for like 200 years or whatever with like paper, like flags and stuff outside. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have like those ugly 7-Eleven colors and like UV or like fluorescent lights. Were you guys, were you guys there when, um, I think it was when we were near Fuji like we went into a Lawson's, I think, and like I was just like walking through the aisles, and I just hear from behind me like, "Hey, what's up?" And it was just like a white guy working at Lawson's. Really, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, like like it was like a redheaded like American guy. Who was like working at the desk. And I was just like, uh, hi. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you should have said, what's up, too, man? What's up? Yeah, I mean, I was just so like taken aback. Like, how, I mean, I guess if you're white in Japan, it's like you probably speak English. But like, what if I was just like a German person who didn't speak English? You know, <laughs> that that kind of happened to us in uh, Hangzhou, too, when you and I were in China, Henry, mm-hmm. where we were at like oh, yeah. this market <laughs> and we had not seen an American mm-hmm. in like five days. And then I like commented on some scarf that was like orange and green. And I was like, oh, it looks like an Irish scarf. And I just hear this guy laughing and I turn around, this American guy in a suit, just like hanging out. <laughs> and I was like, what? You are the. F- Why are you here? A and B. You are the first American I have seen in literally a week. Other than you, obviously, Henry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some there's some camaraderie to be found in uh, finding people who are also out of place. You know. That is true. Did you run into any American expats in like Burma? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. Like, 
Myanmar is so like it's one of those countries also India is similar where like there's like almost nothing like it's not like like there aren't western chains or anything like that like there's just like only local stuff and I mean no one goes to Myanmar so how did you like communicate and do things um i mean very painfully <laughs> okay like I, so i don't it, know how much i mean it was a british colony for a long time right so yeah, i guess there's some was. english around yeah some people do actually speak english there um because it was it like was i guess it was a part of india at one point and then when they were like, okay, we are now going to divide India arbitrarily based on, like, what religion you are. They were like, okay, now Myanmar is its own country. Because all of these people are Buddhists. But, yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it makes good stories, like, having horrible miscommunications with people in foreign countries where you seem like an idiot because you only speak English. Oh, I, I did that a couple times in China. I don't remember in Japan, but yeah, China was bad. Yeah. It's so cringe. Like when stuff like that happens, um, <laughs> I remember Brian or Brandon's Brian, Brandon's aunt. Well, I don't know if she was actually his aunt, but like, one of Brandon's family members was like, like, and she only speaks Chinese. And so she, like Brandon was translating for her and Brandon was like, she asks if you will be her American son. <laughs> and I was like, ha 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 ha. That's so funny. And then, <laughs> and then Brandon was like, she's actually serious. And I was like, uh, <laughs> what did what? you answer, Henry? I mean, I said yes because what? I. When's the last time? What? What else are you going to say to that? If someone asks, exactly. like, exactly, my son. <laughs> are you just going to say no? Then like, when's the yeah, last time I you mean, talked to your Chinese mother, Henry? <laughs> well, now that WeChat is getting banned, I don't have to feel bad about it. Hell yeah, dude. That's that's hilarious because I don't think... Maybe it's a Chinese thing because in Korea, they don't have anything like that. Yeah, and, I don't know. I don't know what was up with that, but it made me really uncomfortable, but it was really funny. Korea <laughs> is honestly a miracle story. Is they went from literally rice pads to being more technologically advanced than the U.S. in like 40 years. Yeah, that's true. That is it's true. like actually the most – I've always been very impressed with, with, with Korea. They were yeah. also – We just need a dictator that will um, – that can make policy, any policies he ever wants to and you can just do shit like that, I guess. Well, the, the, the free one. 
<laughs> the free one? The free one, the cell. Because, like, no, no, I'm no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, it's because we had a dictator. The South Koreans had a dictator. Oh, oh, Stingman Rhee, you're talking about. Yes. Otherwise, that would have been impossible. I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, but even, like, before that, like, the Koreans, like, came up with the alphabet on their own, even though no one else around them used the alphabet. Oh. Well, yeah, just uh, that happened in like 1500s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like still, like okay. even today, like China and Japan don't. Japan kind of has like the kata katakana or whatever, which is like mm -hmm. sort of an alphabet, mm -hmm. but like they don't use the alphabet. China and Japan don't use it, and Koreans like completely independently. We're like, let's come up with a system in which strokes represent single letters and then we can make any word out of 24 i think it's 24 strokes that they have sounds about different right. strokes and not have to memorize 10,000 pictograms <laughs> yeah yeah honestly there's a saying that um you can write down any korean words uh in a day of learning Wait, korean you can write down any uh, Korean well, words think... in a day um, oh. of learning Korean. I believe it. I believe it 100%. Yeah. Well, uh, well, well, I guess it depends how old you are. How old? When Henry, when Henry and I were learning German, it took us like probably five months to understand the S set. <laughs> yeah, and it's literally what one is character. What B? They're like, that's the S set, which is apparently like now not used because the Germans were like, yeah, getting rid of the S set. Yeah. No more S. It's gone now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, so now you, uh, if you want to say something like Imbis Stube, you just write three S's instead of the S set and then an S. I have no idea what you guys are talking about, but I'm just going to nod along. <laughs> and on that note. Imagine, it, it's, imagine that we like got rid of. The exclamation point. Stop. I don't want to learn, dude. And instead of <laughs> putting an exclamation point when you wanted to emphasize a sentence, you this had to put like... podcast is for shit talking, not for learning. Okay, fine. <laughs> Let's talk shit. All right. I think actually this is a good place to stop. Um, it's been 50 minutes. Yeah, we've been good. Well, let's, let's, let's do one more topic briefly. I'm having fun. Sure. Okay. Um, I want to talk about what complexes complexes do you have, and I can start first if you want. But I want to hear your answer, Grant. <laughs> you mean like? You mean like the crippling depression? What's the Greek play with the, with the guy that marries his mom by accident. Sure. That's a that's that's one complex. That's a part like. That's yeah, but a, is that what you mean by complex. complex? No, like any any complex, God complex. I don't know. Um, what else is there? Depression, and that's not really a complex. But you know, who cares? This is kind of like a open, um, open chat. What's the right expression? <laughs> Francisca Donner, <laughs> second wife of Singman Rhee. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I mean, look up list of complexes. Oh, yeah. You I know, gotta, hey, there's this have... game called Squad. Um, mm -hmm. And the whole premise is that uh, there are squad leaders um, that lead individual squad members um, in, in a team and get objectives. And then uh, when you get those objectives, uh, you lead the whole kind of like team to victory. 
And I love playing that game so much. Um, it's a military simulation. Mm -hmm. And I love playing that game not because, you know, it's a great military sim or it's because, you know, shooting is realistic or the sound isn't as good. I love playing that game. It's because I get to order people around as a squad leader. <laughs> uh, I would say I would say I have a guilt complex. Guilt complex. What the hell is that? According to learning-mind.com, it is a person that always blames things that go wrong on themselves. I don't know about that, Henry. <laughs> what? I mean, I don't know about that, Grant. Henry, what do you think? Um, I mean, I, I could see it. You blame me, Grant. Well, yeah, I blame your... you for a lot of things, but exactly. that's only when it's very clearly your fault. I don't know, dude. Even though it was not my fault. Uh, for example, even though I was not the imposter, you accused me of being an imposter and then just uh, inject me out of the airlock and I die, dude. Yeah, it's because I'm shitposting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair a, lot of, a lot of these complexes are like kind of the same thing. Superiority complex, God complex. There's like five sex complexes. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Uh, Ophelia complex is the term used by Gaston Bachelard to refer to the links between femininity, liquids, and drowning. <laughs> I'm not sure why the links are a complex. Yeah, I don't know either. And that's why you can't trust the French. Superman complex. So, to interrupt and go completely off topic. Sure. I was just... I, I, uh, I start, like, labor and delivery at 6 a.m. tomorrow, like, start mm -hmm. my shift. Mm -hmm. And I got up from my nap at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. So I am real screwed for that. Why? Wow. <laughs> that's why you gotta sleep early. No, no why? Well, good luck with that, um, Grant. Yeah. So we'll see. You'll be fine. What's gonna? What, yeah. What's the worst that could happen? You I just get really tired and break down in front of all the doctors. Or you kill a baby. <laughs> okay, actually, yes. That is the worst case scenario. It was like, yeah, I, a... like all right, you're ready to perform your first actual human delivery. And I'm you like, were yeah. on like one hour of sleep, yeah. even though you had. Yeah, and I'd like drop a baby or something. <laughs> no. Worst case scenario. That is the worst case scenario. That is like the worst though. Like when you know that you need to get a lot of sleep and, and you just like can't sleep, you know? Yeah, that's, I mean, a hundred percent. Like that's the sucky part about being a doctor is like, or almost a doctor or whatever. Is that like, mm -hmm. what's the worst thing that could happen? Oh, you kill someone. You, someone dies. <laughs> because negligence. I, uh, I mean, that could happen if you just, like, have a car crash or something also. 
Yeah, or like I guess if you're like a firefighter or like mm-hmm. there are a number of different jobs, I suppose, in which that's like a risk. But see what I'm talking about though? See see the guilt complex? I'm already guilty. I haven't done anything wrong yet. <laughs> yeah. I'm already, already guilty that guilty about killing a baby and i haven't even showed up for the ship yet true it's okay i, I believe in you dude thank you well send I me tomorrow so i can look at them when i run to pee. <laughs> sounds good i think um, i'm going to stop the recording here that's fine thank you for listening to the worst podcast on the internet Ooh, hell yeah dude you mean the best Everyone, yeah. uh, have a good day, night, or whatever. Um, just have a good day. And, should, we, uh, should we crash the other podcast? Yes. Okay. Bye, Let's guys. <laughs>